Hi, I'm Dr. Akiva Down. And I'm Rabbi Avi Green. And welcome to Interesting Questions. In this podcast, we'll be addressing issues that are philosophical, religious, and psychological in nature. We will be focusing on that which is considered to be controversial, and there may not be a right or wrong answer. So we are hoping that our discussions will yield more questions for your Shabbos table. Welcome back to Interesting Questions Thursday Discussion. And so this week, Akiva, I'm interested in talking about secrets. And while I believe people should have things that they don't want to talk about, and we should respect those, I'm going to suggest that there be a distinction. And I can't take credit for this. I I want to attribute it to uh, one of my professors, Dr. David Palkovitz, who used to talk about the difference between a secret and something being private. And he used to say, private means only the people who need to know, need to know. And a secret means you're keeping things from other people. And even if they might need to know, you're not going to tell them. And this comes up because I live in a world with teenagers, both my own and those that belong to others. And they will sometimes make silly promises to keep things a secret. And sometimes those secrets are okay and they work themselves out. And sometimes those secrets are not okay or even dangerous. And what ends up happening is hopefully those things work themselves out. Uh, although on rare occasions they do not. Uh, and tragic things may happen. But I, I, I'm on a kick, I'm on a tear, where I want to say there should not be secrets. There are things that are private, and that's okay, right? A, uh, let's, I'll, I'll give a couple different examples. In a workplace setting, one could argue that salaries are private. Now, if I told you that the HR director knows everybody's salary, you'd go, of course, that's She does payroll. That's part of what they do. She needs to know that information in order to be able to do payroll correctly. So she has access to private information for a good reason. You might, uh, in, in a school setting, you might say that the director of a division or the principal knows the salaries of his specific or her specific teachers because, again, they hand out contracts, they need to know what that is for budgeting purposes. In a relationship, right, you could say that the time that a husband and wife are together, when they can be together romantically, when they might not, that's private. It's something that's between the two of them, and there's no need to share that with people outside. Although, if a woman needed to share that with her gynecologist, it would certainly be understandable. And so those things are private. The secrets are the things that no one wants to tell or you only tell one person and you say, and you can't tell anyone else. 
Well, why not? What is it that we're afraid of? What is it that's going to to get ruined? What is it that you know that that is dangerous about sharing that information? If it's private, then you can say, please don't share that information unless someone absolutely needs to know it. It's private. But it's a secret connotes something almost dark, something almost improper. Care to weigh in? Yes, absolutely. I know you were worried you were going to take the wind out of my sails. Uh, You have not. Um, So part part of what I do... And, and not just what I do, um, but part of what the, the law requires, actually, Avi skirts that pretty, in, in, some, in some ways, ambiguously, and in others, actually pretty clearly towards the secret side of things. And, and I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, so, in the state of Florida... I and you are what's known as mandated reporters, right? And, and for anybody who doesn't know what that means, a mandated reporter is somebody who is required to report abuse of any kind, be it physical, sexual, emotional, um, maybe emotional to less of a degree because we really kind of draw the line on safety. Uh, but... Let's let's include it in there because I certainly think there are times where it's reasonable to err on the side of caution in that sense. Uh, but we are mandated reporters. We are mandated reporters for certain groups. Uh, Avi, you work with children, uh, children being defined by the state of Florida, I believe, as anyone less than 18, which means you don't really come across many senior citizen students that you teach. Um, and I don't mean like in your other world. I mean at the school that you're at. You're, you're not really... Yes, we, we skew heavily towards 18 and under in terms of population on campus. Yes, yes. And uh, similarly, or I guess not similarly actually, my population spans from the youngest person I see who could be, I, I think maybe five is the youngest... Uh, the oldest, uh, I believe the oldest was just shy of 100, if not 100. Now, so here's the thing. Zero to 18, I'm a mandated reporter. 65, 62, 67, and up, I'm a mandated reporter. However... And, and by the way, anybody who happens to have a disability, mandated reporter. Uh, but for somebody who is in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, not only am I not a mandated reporter in, insofar as somebody can tell me, I don't want you to tell anybody that, and I'm staying in this situation because blah, 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 blah. But... We go even farther. In the state of Florida, the only kind of violence that is mandated to be reported are 
I believe, gunshots and other life-threatening wounds, which really doesn't fall under my purview, which is why I'm a little bit more vague on it because I'm not an emergency room physician, so I'm not really dealing with gunshots. Just to clarify, you're talking about those people in the 20 to 50-plus range. Right, like if you... Not not the part that's mandated. We are required... we, We are mandated to report other things for those under 18 and above 60... Yes, yes, and and but and again, with disabilities as well. Yes. Uh, but basically, the reason why that particular caveat comes into play because you might be hearing it, and you might say, "Well, what do you mean you're not mandated to report? That's ridiculous." Unfortunately, and and some of this, by the way, speaks to flaws within the system, but not always. If there is intimate partner violence, which is the, I believe, the latest way to define uh, domestic violence. It's a little more broad. Uh, sometimes reporting that can actually put the person in more danger. If they don't leave the situation, or if they're not able to leave the situation, then reporting to, say, the Department of Children and Families or I assume that's who it would go to, or or they would at least direct me in the right direction, or the police, uh, that uh, there was intimate partner violence between two parties, uh, with one being the victim and one being the aggressor. If I were to report that, there's a chance, and we see this from the data scarily, that the violence escalates and can actually lead to somebody having a life-threatening injury. So that's a secret based on what you're talking about. That's not private. That's a secret because somebody should know and somebody should be helping that person. That person is someone who needs assistance. And yet they limit it. They say this is a secret. And because of HIPAA, which is an entirely separate secret secret set of rules that prevent things from being shared, um... I can't tell anyone. I'm stuck. And not that I don't help, right? Obviously, that's the, that's the part of this where I still do the best I can to assist and to help. But my hands are tied in many ways. And that's just one example. I can think of any number of other examples. And maybe somewhere, again, it, it's a little more blurry, right? So uh, a 16-year-old who comes to see me and starts talking about all the drugs they're using and the sex they're having and says, don't tell my parents, right? I can't tell their parents because that's not abuse. And that is something that they're not only entitled to share and entitled to demand that that is kept private, but also imagine what happens if I violate that trust. I learn nothing ever again. And it could also be a situation, adding more blurriness to this, let's say it's a child, a child teenager, who is experimenting sexually and says, well, I have a relationship with a same-sex party. Don't tell my parents. I don't know where I'm actually feeling within the 
spectrum of, of sexual identity. So if I don't want to tell my parents because they might overreact to something that doesn't need any reaction yet. And actually, similarly, I've had that conversation the opposite, where someone has said, I, I don't know how to tell my parents. And I said, well, do you need to? Is this something that they need to be aware of yet? Is this something that's just private <clears throat> where you're not ready to discuss because you don't know what to even tell them? And, and I realized that is even more in a blurry area. So that's a question of, okay, is it private? Is it a secret? And I realized that that's a mixture of possibilities. But that's just a taste of the examples of the, of the privacy and secrets that, that really come with the, the title. And, and I'm sure that you probably have and perhaps have had, uh, as you've worn many different hats, you've probably find, found all sorts of different examples that fit within that blurry spectrum. I think I hear what you're saying that privacy is privacy when it's clearly just privacy and secrets are just secrets when there's clearly a line of a secret. And that, yes, a child who says, my stepfather beats me every day, and please don't tell anyone because, right, that, that's, a clear, that's a clear, firm boundary. We know that. Um, that being said, sadly and unfortunately, it's not always that simple. And I think that the ability to have secrets sometimes is a way to construct a thought process before you share it. And that's something that also happens oftentimes in my office. Somebody is trying to figure out an answer. They don't even know what the question is sometimes, but they're trying to figure out the question and an answer, and they don't know what to say beyond that. And that could theoretically fall in that blurry place as well, between is it a secret, is it privacy, is it where is it? And, and so that's a little bit of my weighing in on that, Avi. I, I'd love to hear, now that I've shared some of these possibly more blurry aspects, I'd love to hear more of your thoughts. Yeah. So I, I think some of it is nomenclature or semantics. Um, I think the state of Florida believes that uh, people between the ages of 20 and 60 are... are are make, are making their own decisions, right? And and therefore they're deciding that what is happening to them is private rather than right they may use the word secret but they're they're legally saying this is my business it's private please don't share it. Um and then you are legally obligated because because it is better overall for the relationship to to follow their preference um and that's the way the law has decided. At the same time, I, I don't know if that's the right... In other words, that's, that's the right perspective from a long-term relationship. In other words, if you want counselors, rabbis, uh, to be able to meet with people and build trust and get them to share things on a repeated basis. I understand why that may be the case, that, that you can't say anything. On the other hand, from a moral imperative, sometimes I believe getting some of those things out into the sunlight can be helpful rather than hurtful. Sometimes just saying that 
secret thing out loud that you are worried people are going to judge you for, you realize isn't as big a deal as you thought. And therefore, once you say it, it releases some of the power that it had over you, and you can actually move past it or take action on it or do the things that you need to do. Um, I think in terms of the question of what to do with the 16-year-old, um, again, it's, it's complicated because from a legal perspective, we sometimes consider them to be almost adults. Yeah, they can assent, not necessarily consent. Right. But we allow them to do things like drive cars, and we allow them to make certain decisions about their own bodies. Um, for example, we had a blood drive, and I was both a little surprised but pleasantly surprised as well to see that uh, they've, at least in Florida, people who are 16 and over can choose to donate blood. And many of my students who were 16 and 17 were doing so. They didn't have to wait until they were 18 to donate. Um, and that was a choice they could make without parental consent. Um, and so those kinds of, you know, that, that kind of border of where do we consider someone an adult, where do we give them a certain amount of control over their own privacy and things like that uh, makes sense to me. At the same time, I wonder... And again, I don't have data to back it up, but if some of these events were were brought fully into the sunshine, would sunshine be a good cleanser? Would it? Would it? I will tell you, Avi, that I, I think that sadly, I've gotten the opportunity to work with enough teens and, and and let's say even in their early 20s or 30s where <clears throat> some of those conversations have been able to have been had and and it's a mixed review you know sometimes the parents are are very supportive and assistive uh, and and in general sometimes the support systems whether it's the parents or someone else is really paramount and and the truth is is that there are other times where the the supposed would-be support systems make it worse and and i think that when we have certain things that unfortunately have still been blurred amongst society it adds to that difficulty i i guess my question is to a certain extent does age make a difference for that? In other words, does um, someone sharing with their parents that they are interested in someone of the same gender, doing that when they're 18 or 20 versus doing it when they're 30 or even 40, does that really change how the parents respond? Sometimes. Sometimes. Um... And, and you know sometimes it's it's definitely uh, 
And that's something that we talk about is, would it be better to share this information? Because there are times when, yeah, it just makes more sense and it's better to share the information. And, and when we do that, all of a sudden, things get so much easier in a lot of the logistical ways that they were unnecessarily difficult. And there are other times where, you know, I've had patients who've told me either not so much themselves, but their their partner, for example, if they're in a relationship and their partner has shared all of a sudden with their parents that they uh, prefer the same gender, now that person needs to move out of the house. That's not an uncommon situation still, unfortunately. And <clears throat> so the question in that would be, is that a secret? And I think, again, even that is a blurry line because it, it skirts both. It skirts the, the spectrum of is it a secret or is it private? And I think that, you know, when, you're, when we're talking about this, that's really the, the challenge is, is the language, is the nomenclature, because we think of it as either it's a secret or it's private. And, and you gave a beautiful distinction of, of the extremes where it, it fits. Sometimes, though, it's just a spectrum. And the in-betweens can be more of a challenge to figure out. And, you know, it's, it's interesting because I think that a lot of what we talk about um, fits with, within that ideology. Right. I, I tell people all the time, I, I live in a world of gray where there's a lot of mixture of is this okay, is this not okay, is where do we draw the line, and that's, it's a fun area to play in, but it, you know, it doesn't really give you sometimes as clear answers of yay or nay. So here's a question for not around your table. What do you think in your life is the, something that's a secret versus what do you think is private? And having heard this discussion, do you feel like it fits more appropriately in one bucket than the other? Is it in the middle? And what are your boundaries that you would set where you would determine that whether it would hurt to share with others, it would be more appropriate to do so versus what is something that makes more sense to keep private and isn't a harmful secret. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to reach us, you can reach us at iqdiscuss at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you and responding.